And it is another week. <clears throat> well, that was a that was a terrible start. <laughs> it is. I'm uh, going through puberty, Jason. Just thought I'd let you know. Congratulations. Yeah, it's finally, finally happened. So it, it is another week. This is Andrew Wood joined, as always, by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, we are a week, uh, I guess, post-Thanksgiving. Which means... What you've been doing for months yes. is now appropriate. Now everybody else Christmas is Christmas music yeah. has set in. You know what? I have a bone to pick with Knoxville. Okay. Okay. Now, maybe I shouldn't say this because we're on a radio station, uh, but we're on a radio station that doesn't play music. So I right. feel like I can say this. Okay. Uh, every year, I feel like every year leading up to this year, uh, around Thanksgiving, I can turn the radio on, scan the stations, there's one in particular that I can go to that's going to be playing Christmas music all, all the whole the, day. the whole Non-stop. season. Yeah, yeah, the, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Uh, I drive a 2003 vehicle, so there's no auxiliary port. No, uh, I did have a cassette player uh, <laughs> ability to to put a cassette in and then somehow connect to my yeah. phone. Yeah, I had well, one. My, of the, I had one of those. Yeah, and I think it was like in ni- 1999. Yeah. So my cassette players no. broke. Imagine oh, that. Oh no. Uh, and so it doesn't work anymore. So I'd like to just turn on local radio and listen to, to Christmas music. And th- typically what you find, the stations that kind of do that are uh, more uh, what I would call dentist office music, more classic. A lot of train is going to be played right. on that station. Sure, sure. Um, and, and so flipped over the other day and no Christmas music. Uh, now they do play Delilah. If you if you're oh, familiar yeah. with Delilah, oh, yeah. Delilah is always a Christmas. Yeah, she is a Christmas staple. Uh, and so her show, she does play Christmas music uh, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So so when it gets to the evening and her show's on, they're playing Christmas music. But in the past, they would play it the whole time. Now I did find a station, a small one, uh, out of Loudoun County that is uh, that is playing it. But other, it doesn't pick up everywhere. No. But other than that, I've been really disappointed. And so we were in Middle Tennessee last week for Thanksgiving, turned it over on, on Mix 92 in, in Nashville. They're playing Christmas music. Hmm. They were doing it. Uh, and then right into Delilah, it all worked. <laughs> but, um, but nothing here in Knoxville that I can find. Now, now some of the stations are starting to, to pepper in Christmas songs, yep. you know, like, You'll listen to three normal and then one Christmas and then and but I want I need it all. So this this leads to a, an, an important discussion that I think okay. uh, that you know from my perspective as a pastor. So this past Sunday yep. uh, I was out of town, um, but uh, I did know kind of the way that the service was going to flow. Yeah. And so like this last Sunday was technically a Sunday after. You know, it was a Sunday after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yep. And so the question is, should we be singing Christmas carols? Like, Not like Rudolph the Reindeer, sure, you know, sure, yeah. or Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, but should we be singing Christmas carols the every song? No. Or should we no. be, like, doing a, a mixture? Like, we've kind of taken the approach of, like, hey, I think, like, this past weekend they did, like, one and then, you know, it kind of increases, yeah. and then Christmas Eve is all carols. Um, but, like, do, does your approach towards radio listening kind of invade also your worship preferences? It does not. Okay. It does not. Okay. No, I, I think I just, for me, the radio, uh, 
you just got to have at least one station. Got it. And 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 so because you don't you don't care necessarily about like all the meaningful Christmas. Songs. No, you're great with Frosty the Snowman. All of them. Uh, everything. All of them. Okay. Yeah. And so and so for me, it, it's kind of like where Hallmark has kind of found their lane. Yeah. So Hallmark in the past was more like soap opera movies. Uh, and then all of a sudden, somebody sat at their conference table and said, you know what we need to do is we need to the, – there is nobody in the Christmas lane. Let's get in the Christmas lane. Heck, we'll play them all year long. And But but what we know is starting in, in late October all the way to Christmas, we're going to have more viewership than ever because the time has changed. It's getting colder. Right. People want to feel warm and fuzzy. And people want to think about going back to their hometown and meeting a, you know, a, a, a husband or wife, and 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 so they want to get back saving, out of the, saving the, the family yeah, business, all those things. You know, there's a farm that needs saving. There's right. a, a coffee shop that needs saving. Right. There's a uh, Billy Ray Cyrus is in one that's terrible, <laughs> terrible acting. Did I watch all of it? Yeah, I did. Um, and he had a little boy. Do you that, think in the Hallmark? I mean, when when they were. Like kind of when they were having these meetings, yeah. did they think, you know, we could just use the same actors and the same storylines? I'm sure they did. We could just like create a few different iterations of the same three storylines. Yeah. We can have really the same cast. I bet what happened we was... We can throw in a washed up country music artist on occasion. Yeah. I bet there was one guy that, or girl, that their job was on the line. And they... uh they procrastinated preparing for the meeting, and they sat down at the meeting. They said, "Here's what I come up with. Uh, I was visiting Cornersville, you know, my hometown, right. uh, over the holidays, and I thought, you know, what the world needs is to really appreciate these places are underappreciated, uh, and so what the world needs is to to hear stories." Of big city people coming and saving the day. Come on now, and uh, and we while finding love, while finding love, uh, and, and saving a and, puppy, and and all of those things, and yes. decorating Christmas. The thing that gets me in all those movies <laughs> is the amount of decorations they have in their house. They would have to have a storage building or a warehouse to store that through the through the rest of the yep. year. Sure. You just don't. No one has that much stuff. Yeah, and certainly no one has. That that much storage to store this. I mean, there every cabinet door is decorated. They decorate behind the stove, and I'm like, aren't you going to burn that garland? Yeah. At some point, we have a, we have a, a neighbor that we love. They're, they're amazing folks, but they built a uh, kind of like a a little barn yeah. almost kind of on the back of their property. And based on the way that they're decorating this year, <laughs> it's clearly obvious yeah. that the that they're planning on that that the primary purpose of it is going to be for storage. Yeah. And it looks great, but to your point, they've got to put all this stuff yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you're going to have to put it somewhere. And so so I do think what I was saying with all that is Hallmark found a lane, and it's worked. I mean, people now are like, do they even make cards anymore? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. Because they, they have, they're like, hey, uh, Lauren Elena's a great singer. She probably will be an actress, too. We'll yep. put her in. Kelly Pickler. American Idol, another one. Yeah, we'll just throw her in. I just saw John Schneider. Do you John, know John Schneider? Schneider? There you go. Yeah. Former is yeah. he Bo or Luke? I forget. Uh, John Schneider. He was the blonde. Was he blonde? He was the he blonde. Is, one. Uh, he's Bo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been one this or, year. He's Luke. He's, <laughs> you don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I know he's not Uncle Jesse. Yeah, he's not. Definitely not Uncle Jesse. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not so, to be confused with Full House, which also has, has an Uncle Jesse. Jesse. But very also an Uncle, Uncle Joey. Yeah. And a very different Uncle Cut Jesse. Cut it out. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, yeah, I think I think radio somebody needs to find that lane. I'd even be okay with a radio station that just throws all their chips on the table and says, "Look, we're gonna play Christmas music all year round, and we're gonna be the Christmas station." The 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 DJs love it. They're Christmas type people. Um, you know, maybe I could be the general manager of it. You know, I don't know. Do you feel like this is the appropriate time for? Us to make an announcement that <laughs> we're starting <laughs> that the remaining part of the month, yep. during between Sundays, we will do no more speaking. We will just be singing Christmas yes. carols. Yeah, because we're a talk show. Right. We have to use our voices. Correct. We can't use tracks or we, no, we can't so play music. No, so it'll just be us. And because we can't pay royalties, we we will it'll just be us singing. We'll be singing very short yeah. excerpts of each song. Or, or there's actually, you know, this is how much of a nerd I am with Christmas music. There's actually some Christmas music out there. That it's up for grabs. You don't have to pay royalties on it. Kind of like hymns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so and so you don't have to. Uh, I watched the special where they were making an album, and that is how they picked the songs they were going to sing. They picked songs that were up for grabs, so they wouldn't have to talk to the songwriter to pay royalties. They just said we're going to pick the songs out here that are kind of like what it, they're up for grabs. Whoever can grab them, get them. And then they that's the songs they picked. That's the songs they put on the album, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, so, so all that, I will say that, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> what about that transition? A, that is a professional that was radio transition. My, my Thanksgiving was, uh, was good. good. You know, so um, we go and see family. Carrie's mom was in Polly's Island, yeah. South Carolina, which is awesome. It's a weird, weird, I, we've been doing it for years, and it's still weird to be on the beach yeah. on Thanksgiving Day and then go in and like kind of shower and clean up and like put on your your sweater yeah, yeah. and and eat What's uh, the temperature a like there? meal. Well, t- two of our boys wore shorts wow. and mm. t-shirts. Uh it was like upper 60s. Okay. Uh you know, so I mean, and of course they're running around sweating sure, them. Yeah. I wore a Sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Yeah, uh, at the beach. Up. Yeah, at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you're still like we've yeah. we've been running around throwing frisbee on the beach, and yeah. then we're gonna go and have Thanksgiving meal. But it's great. It's become a good family tradition for us, and so it was good. We did not see too much traffic. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great in terms of traffic, but it wasn't terrible yeah. either. Um, I appreciate um, you know Department of Transportation in North Carolina and Tennessee. Deciding to uh, go ahead and get major work done on that big bridge that they're doing right on the border, and started yeah. it, you know, a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving. We, yeah, pre- we appreciate them doing that. Yeah, who was um, around that table? <laughs> yeah, hey, you thing. know what we need to do? <laughs> Let's pick the busiest travel time of the year. Let's go ahead and shut that thing down. Yeah. yeah. Now they clearly been working on it for months upon months, but the actual mm-hmm. like detour part of it just hit like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like man. I will say there was there was part of there was some road construction in Tennessee where T dot actually came out and said hey we're going to pause all road construction during the holidays. Thank you to them. Like that should be a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. I I got to enjoy all my favorites. Uh, You know, I got to eat everything I wanted to eat. Awesome. Uh, Spent time with Carrie and the boys, which was great. Uh, And then uh, we came back, uh, and I was not um, preaching on Sunday, and so. Uh, Sunday just felt a little bit different, yeah. and uh, and so decided to conclude our 
Thanksgiving holiday with just a mass purge at the Hayes home. And I don't mean of food. I mean, for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know. It was like sometimes that hits me in the new year. But I just began going through cabinets. Okay. I began going through closets. We started giving things away. I mean, it it, it became a productive couple awesome. days. Good. Um, I'm not sure what took over, but I, I'm glad I'm there now. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Middle that's, Tennessee. That's why I currently have just a pair of shorts yeah. and a t-shirt yeah, on. Yeah, because you got rid of We went to, uh, we started at my, my, my family for Thanksgiving. So we went uh, to my mom's. She's doing a complete house renovation. We were going to stay with her. But it just it's just not ready, okay. and, and so we we ended up staying with my brother. But we went to my mom's for uh, supper on let's see Tuesday night. Traffic was terrible. Not not that there there was a lot of cars, but there was a lot of cars on the road refusing to at least drive the speed limit. Mm. And so I was I was at a level ten of frustration. Yeah. And Aaron uh, kept reminded me that I needed to. You to were at a level down. ten over a level four situation. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not not good. So finally, I just got off the interstate and we just drove back. I was like, I'd rather do this than than be on the road with people that refuse to drive the speed limit. And so, uh, but that was good. And then and then Wednesday morning, I wake up to text on my phone. My brother had texted me and said, "Hey, Daddy called me at about four thirty, said he was in some pain." Uh, and he, you'll love this. My dad, who has a flip phone, doesn't have internet. Uh, my brother answers the phone, and my dad says, "Hey, Sean, um, I'm in some pain, so I got my medical book out, and uh, I think it's my gallbladder." Unreal. So my brother started laughing because who who has a medical book? Yeah. My dad was like, "I'm well, being, it's, I'm it's, being serious." It's right next to yeah. the encyclopedia. Yeah. And so my my dad was like, "I'm being serious. I think you need to take me to the emergency room." So Sean gets up, takes my dad. And guess what? The doctor said, it is your gallbladder. Unreal. <laughs> so Unreal. My dad diagnosed himself with a medical book. Uh, so uh, I'll tell the rest of the story uh, when we come back. But he went to the hospital and the doctor said, hey, man, you're right. It is your gallbladder. We'll talk more when we come back. I'll be home so as we finished the last segment, I was talking about my dad. So my dad diagnosed himself with it via his medical book because he doesn't have internet. Which I was asking off the air. I don't even know how how that works. Yeah. Is there an index? Yeah, and I'm sure is there a this, table of contents. You know, I don't even know if this. And how is it categorized? Is it categorized by like pain in the maybe. arm? Maybe. And my dad pain in the knee. My dad had some college back in the day. So what I'm thinking is this book from that from you know, yeah uh, he had a, he had some desire to go into the medical field. Uh, so he's you're a, he's an avid reader. You're telling me the book's <clears throat> most likely not correct. maybe from the 70s, probably. <laughs> but apparently the symptoms don't change. Yeah, I guess so. And so my dad, uh, they get to the hospital. Sure enough, it's his gallbladder. They admit him. So I'm at my other brother's house, and and so I'm texting with Sean, who's at the hospital with my dad. And uh, I was like, Hey, we'll we'll take showers. We'll we'll come up. So we get to it's Murray Regional Hospital. Or as we call it, Mari Regional Hospital, because it's spelled the same way as my dad's and my brother's name. Mm. Uh, and so we we walk in, and they're like, you know, two guests within 24 hours, one one guest in the room at a time. And I was like, well, this is going to be weird because there's three of us. My brother's already in there. 
So we answer the questions. They kind of say, do you have a temperature? Do you have this? Do you have that? They give you a bracelet. Uh, and then my, me and my oldest brother just start walking back, <clears throat> and no one stops us. You know, we just uh, were waving at people like we good knew each up. other or it's knew good. them. It's good. And then uh, we just walk in the room. And so Sean's in there, my dad's in the bed, and, and so it's me, Marty, and Sean, the Wood Boys. And, uh, and we're like, we're just going to stay here until someone says otherwise. And doctors and nurses came in. No one said anything. Uh, so we were able to stay in there the entire time. And every time somebody would come in, we were, you know, charming them and yucking it up and, yeah. uh, you know, acting like well, it's going to be very difficult for you to tell us to leave right. because of so how nice we are being sure. here. And so we stayed in there with him the whole time when they finally took him back to – my dad's also hard of hearing, and so uh, that's an understatement. And there's something about being in that atmosphere where it gets even worse. It yeah. was just like – it was like that with my grandparents when they were in the hospital. They were hard of hearing, but when you put them in that atmosphere, it was like they couldn't hear anything. Yeah, there's new noises. New and then, and yeah, then you so factor yeah. in a mask, and so the nurses had masks on, and my dad – like likes to read lips that's that's a lot easier he was clueless at what they were saying and so the way we handle things as wood boys is we laugh and yeah, so sure. we just the nurses probably thought we were terrible uh but i at first i was like but he has three sons and we're all here we could be anywhere but we're here with him uh but we could not stop laughing i was like he's hard of hearing and i couldn't get it out <laughs> without laughing and daddy's just looking at us like what's going on and the nurses are like, what is happening? Yeah. These, you know? Yeah, so a minute ago, you you said you all were kind of charming. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And now it just sounds now like you guys like were obnoxious. Uh, and, yeah. so, and so when they finally took him back, we all decided to go uh, to a place called Catfish Campus, which is in Columbia, Tennessee. And it's a place we have gone our entire lives to eat. Uh, my grandparents used to take us uh, on Sundays after church. They would, they would, that was a treat we would go. And so uh, we went into Catfish Campus. Uh, Catfish now, Campus. Was this Thanksgiving Day? It was, uh, no, it was Wednesday. Okay, got it. Okay. So Catfish Campus uh, has changed buildings, uh, but literally the staff that were there were the staff that was there 30 nice. years ago. That's it, awesome. and, but they, they bought a, they're now housed in a uh, former Chinese restaurant, and they didn't change anything. So even when you get to the door, it's got Chinese character, like writing for push-pull. And I was like, hold on, this is Catfish Campus. I'm expecting, like, you know, ropes and, like, boat scenes. No, yeah. none of that. They didn't change anything. Very oriental. We just moved into this building. Uh, and and so I sat down, and I looked at my brothers, and I said, so uh, I'm having second thoughts about what we're doing, eating here, because – this is nostalgic, and, and this place ha, is, is held in such high regard in my life that I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be highly disappointed with what's about to happen. Well, and and I'm, I'm, it's going to ruin all the memories I have So here. So what happened? And, uh, Did it? Uh, the hush puppies were amazing, and they've always been amazing, and you get an unlimited amount of hush puppies. Okay. Uh, it's like a place that, you know, like if you go to Calhoun's, they yeah. give you bread. Yeah. This place gives you hush puppies as many as you want, and they are still amazing, still taste great. Uh, I always in the past would get fried catfish. This time I got grilled. Uh, yep. 
And and so it was good, but the waitress came up, and and so we were we. How was the egg drop soup? I did not. Okay, yeah, I, did, I did not. Egg roll. <laughs> egg roll is great. It Either was, the was, hush puppies yeah. and the egg drop soup. Yeah, I'd like to have the rice and chicken, please. <laughs> um, and so we, uh, but the waitress, you know, as she was as we were talking, she heard that that our dad was at the hospital, and she was like, "My mom's at the hospital." And then I was like, is she single? Because my dad said, I didn't say that. that uh, but she said, she said, my brother's going today and they have rules about who can visit. And I just looked at her and was like, we've been in the room the whole day with my dad. Uh, so I would just recommend you walk in like you're supposed to be there. And she just kind of looked at me and I was like, I don't know. She was like, you've been in there the whole time? I was like, yeah, no one has said anything to us. Nurses and doctors have walked in and out. Uh, and... And so I don't know what she ended up doing, but that's what we did. We went back to the hospital. We didn't even stop at the the welcome desk. We just walked in like we were, and no one said anything. Did you still have your bracelets? Yeah, and but no one like we're like, hey, there's three guys. There's not supposed to be three. Yeah, no one stopped us. So we we stayed the whole time. My dad got done. Everything. How's your dad? Yeah, everything went fine. Uh, He had to uh, afterwards. you know, stay there for a couple more hours, and then he went home, and, and he was milking the next that's day. That's if I recall correctly, you texted and you said he was milking the next the day. The next day. I mean, it, it is uh, it is amazing. As a as a reminder for any new listeners, right? He milks cows. Yeah. <laughs> if that's weird to you, yeah. he's milking yeah. the next day. <laughs> uh, he was not lactating. He actually was no, milking that's cows. Correct. correct. Yeah, and so uh, so yeah, it was uh, one thing I do know. My dad uh, has only sons, and so. Uh, his hair was a disheveled mess. Yes. Uh, he has a mullet that he's rocked my entire life. Right. And uh, and I, that there were part of I felt bad about some of the the things just because he looked rough. But he had sons, so it was like there's not much we can do. Uh, and and so, uh, but yeah, everything went well. And and he's um, for two weeks he has to not lift things over ten pounds uh, apparently, but he can still milk. So there's no yeah. lifting there. And um, and yeah, so he got, it's amazing where we what come. What a bizarre Thanksgiving you had. Though. Yeah, and so then we went to Aaron's dad's for Thanksgiving, and that went well. And, and then we were back home Thursday evening by um, by about eleven o'clock Thursday I, night. I do want to I do want to like just maybe draw one just draw attention to one particular kind of detail of the story, and and you don't you don't you don't need to beat yourself up on it yeah. in any fashion when it comes to your Thanksgiving. But I do think it, it should should serve as maybe kind of a a prompt towards Christmas. Okay. Is that as a reminder, you own an RV now. That is true. Like that a camper, yeah. right? And so I kind of think like one of the requirements of owning that yeah. is that you have to show up in that I mean, have you not seen Christmas Vacation? Yes, yes and I This agree. feels like this is what you... Well, aren't you supposed to show up unannounced, parked right in the front door, in the front I, yard, and then just kind of camp out? I want to do that to my brother because he lives in a big, yuppie subdivision where they would lose their mind. Like, yes. They would... The HOA... I mean, he, he was tell, telling me, I've won Yard of the Month twice <laughs> this year. And... Uh, and so I was like, oh, I mean, it's already bad enough. I pulled the van in that driveway because it's a it's a yuppie subdivision in in Williamson County. But if I pulled the van and the camper and parked it, so I was solid. like, I would he would never win yard of the month so ever solid. again. 
And so we've thought about it for sure. I told him I could just park it there. The kids could sleep in the house. Me and me and the wife could enjoy the camper yeah. by ourselves, just like Uncle Eddie and his yeah. wife. Uh, and my brother was like, do not drive that thing here. <laughs> First off, it would take up his entire driveway. Interesting. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's a thought for sure. It would be. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to say you missed it. Yeah. But it, you missed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think for sure, once we get it completely renovated, I think we're definitely going to do that. That's really, really masculine. <laughs> really, really nice. Hey, we'll be back. We're going to talk about some things that are happening in our society these days and how we look at it from a gospel perspective. We'll be back. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Now, Everywhere Michael Buble apparently has music that's not Christmas. Take a look at the but he has that one home song. Yeah, and, home? and he has some good right, stuff. Which feels a little almost Christmassy. Yeah, but his... Uh, his live, like I've watched a live, I haven't been to his concert, but I've watched a live version of his concert, like a video. And where he's his best is he really channels Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and he sings kind of the old oh, classics. Yeah. And that's, I mean, he is, he's incredible. He's crooning. But his Christmas that, that, stuff. That, that is, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Thank you. He's a crooner? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but his Christmas stuff is on another level. i tell you another person that's kind of finding that lane. Is Brett Eldridge, who's a Chris, who's a country singer, and he had he's had some some decent hits in country music, but his he he came out with a Christmas album a couple years ago called Glow, that is incredible, and and he he's even gone in full tuxedo like big band, very Michael Bublé. Well, he just came out with another Christmas album, and I think he's thinking again. I think there's so much opportunity in that Christmas lane that a lot of people back in the day you had Alabama, you had Dolly and Kenny, you had all these yep. folks that were like, "Hey, oh, we're yeah. going to come out with Christmas albums." You don't have that as much anymore. Uh, Carrie Underwood come out with a great one uh, a couple years ago, but in country music, I think Brett Eldridge is going, "Hey, this is a lane I'm going to fill. No not one else bad, is going to fill it. I'm going to do it." Not about I mean, if because let's think if you can sell. I don't even know how they can. You know, if you can get streams, millions of streams, which you're going to at Christmas time, uh, well, you don't have to do nothing the rest of the year, yep. right? <laughs> do a concert, do a concert around the holidays, and boom, you're done. Come on now, let's That's do good it. Work. So uh, let's do talk about a few yes, things that have, hit, that have hit the radar in the yep. past week or so. So we have a new variant. Yes, it seems. Yes, and. Um, it's just interesting. I think one thing we need to be really, really careful of yep. is that, again, we just aren't drawn into pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's appropriate for us to be cautious when yep. caution is warranted. I think it is important for us to react when reaction is necessary. Um, I just think we also have to be mindful that um, we are a society that is prone towards the dramatic and to, at times, over-dramatize things. And at times, I kind of tell partial parts of the story. And, and it feels it feels like maybe, just maybe, and, and again, we're way early into this thing, you know, no, no doubt. Yeah. And unequivocally, you and I are not doctors. We've no. never claimed to be doctors, nor are we scientists. I, I mean, my degree is in... Your dad political has, science. Well, so true. I am a scientist. Sure, and your politics. And your dad has a medical. And my book. dad does have a medical. Yes, yeah, so he's an avid reader of <laughs> Louis Lamour. <laughs> yes, but it, it's interesting though because you know, like all the headlines, kind of spoke about you know heavily mutated Worse and things than of Delta. that sort. Yeah. yeah, 
and 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 you know like may not be resistant or, or may be resistant uh, to the vaccine or you know vaccine may not you know re, sure you know help with it and then you read more yeah and at least what I'm reading initially and maybe you're seeing this too it actually seems like the symptoms are very very mild yeah and it it feels like that every virus does mutate. And it feels like wouldn't this be a mutation that 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 we would want? Well, I, I, I don't. And, again, we we don't know. We're just yeah, talking about here. Yeah, yeah, I would. I I think the because that's the same way. I was I was reading all about the the new variant and Fauci and everybody was going on the Sunday shows. Which who watches the Sunday? The Sunday shows used to be the thing. Like you wanted to be on the Sunday shows. Now as a kid that grew up in church, we never watched the Sunday shows. Right. Ever. Because right. we would be getting ready for church, go to Sunday school, and all the, all the things. So, I, but maybe there's still people that watch the Sunday shows. I think what most people do is they catch up on the Sunday shows on Twitter or whatever after right. it's already been done. They look at the highlights. But Burks and Fauci and all of them were going on all the Sunday shows, talking about the new variant, even though we don't know anything. It's it's way early uh, at this point, uh, and they were even saying that. You know, they they were saying it's early, but. But I, I did more looking around, and, and I found on Reuters that South African doctors are saying, yes, it, it's uh, younger people with, you know, age 40 and under uh, are getting uh, this, and, and it's easily transmissible. Uh, but no one's been hospitalized, and they're all mild symptoms. And a day or two of body aches and maybe some headaches, uh, and then they're over it. And so... Uh, I don't know if that if that is the trend line for the new variant that I would say, I mean, obviously, we don't want anybody to get it. But but I would say if that's the new trend line, if we're going that direction, that's a that's better. You it know, feels that way. And, but we'll we'll see what happens. I thought it was interesting what they named it. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm Omicron. I'm yeah. How do you not, pronounce not it? Not to make obviously not to make light. Yeah, of, I don't know how to pronounce uh, it. Of it. it Feels a little like a transformer. Yeah, and then bit. and then, yeah. but they skipped a couple letters in the Greek alphabet because it was uh, one of those uh, being X I is actually the name of the the person that leads China. So Correct. it's interesting to me yep. that we were going alphabetical order, and then well, we're just going we're just going <laughs> to skip that, that one. one. That one may be best to skip. Yeah, that and so uh, you know, it's kind of like when we named tornadoes. They didn't skip Andrew, the, yeah. one of the worst ones ever, mm. and they named it Andrew. Yeah. And so I had to deal with that in school. Like, oh, there comes Andrew. What's he going to do? Ruin everything? Yeah. And, like, and oh, thanks. It, it feels thanks a, it feels a little bit um, that if you let let's say in this day and age, how how difficult is it if you, let's say you have a a son, yeah, who who plays a sport, yeah, you want to cheer for the yeah. son, yep. What if the son's name is Brandon? Not good. Not good. I mean, what if you made shirts? What if my mom used to make all these painted shirts? Like my brother would paint them. It had our jerseys. It had our names. It, you know, she was so excited. What if a mom went to all that trouble right before the Brandon thing kind of took off? Yeah. She's at a ball game. She doesn't know. She doesn't have. She she has a medical book at home. She doesn't have internet. She she's she at is, the ball she, field. She's ironed on and the letters. She is cheering on her son. They're not even. They're Brandon. not even. They're not no. like, look, pressed. They, I mean, they are ironed yeah, on letters. She's wearing a shirt that says that. Yep. And people are looking at her like she's a terrible person, and she's like, "My son's name is it's literally." Yeah. Even I have a sister-in-law named Karen. Okay. 
So anytime I talk, anytime I say anything, yeah, like, like, hey, Karen, say, oh, Karen. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you don't know her. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate when very sim. I mean, when very simple things get connotations. Yeah. Good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. That just weren't what they were intended. I mean, listen, like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, uh, you know, I, I try to not get into too much here, but like, the rainbow. Yeah, like the rainbow. Exactly. I mean, the rainbow took on a whole different, uh, whole like different a whole different meaning, meaning yeah. for a whole bunch of people. Yeah, isn't it? Like, can I, I? What? But if you have a rainbow in your car, people are going to make well, assumptions about just, you that are probably not about I can't, just, I, can't, I can't just talk about God's faithfulness. Yeah, probably not. Interesting. Yeah, it's a so okay. So we got we've got a variance. Yes, we apparently. also had this terrible, terrible massacre. In the Christmas parade. Yeah, in Wisconsin. That that was really bad. I mean, absolutely terrible. Yeah. The thing that's been frustrating with me is just the the way it's being reported. Every headline you see is it's a car, an SUV drives through. Well, first off, there was somebody driving that SUV. It wasn't an SUV that just had right. a uh, auto mode yep. and, and took it upon itself to drive through this Convicted parade. Convicted criminal yeah. multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, who was released on a $1,000 bail and... and should have not been on the streets, uh, and and there's still people in the hospital. Oh yeah, I mean they're in critical condition. And kids, kids, and, and and there's videos going around. I mean it is uh, a band was walking through the Christmas parade, and they it's just a a terrible thing. And and you think you go to a Christmas parade, you know it's a joyful time in a small town. Uh, everybody is having fun. Kids are running out and grabbing candy. You know we try to because my dad raised us to be paranoid and you know kind of assume everything's going to happen. When we're at a parade, we're like away from the road. Yeah. We're not letting the kids get out there because right. you never know. Somebody could accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake. A tractor sure. could could jump. Uh, somebody on horseback, yeah. a horse could act up. You just don't know. Lawnmower goes You never crazy. know. You never know. And so, but but you see these things happen. And you're like, man, they were, they were getting ready for Thanksgiving. They were at a Christmas parade. Everybody was having a good time. And now this has happened. And that, that town will never be the same no, because it'll, it'll be very similar to you think about the Boston bombing that happened years ago. And you just think about that area of how many people are now missing an arm or yeah. missing a leg. And so it always is going to be a reminder of what happened. Yeah. And this is going to be very similar. It's going to be a reminder of what happened. Yeah. And, you know, my, I think my, my hope for, for folks like that, and not just this situation, but it's always so hard when you have loss um, or tragedy that is associated with holidays. You know, that's so hard. We, yeah. we In fact, we're doing a, a um, you know, we, we have a ministry called Grief Share. We do a kind of a hope for the holidays uh, type event that we offer. And it's always well received and, and, and well attended. Uh, and, and, you know, my hope is that in due time, um, that that some of those folks that experienced such terrible tragedy, not only just in that parade, but around the globe, people yeah. that have experienced tragedy around the holidays, uh, that in due time they can they can make a, a positive memory. You know, they can that there can be something that would be redemptive uh, to those times because. And the holidays are, can be so sweet. Uh, you know, and so many times I mean I, I know people who, you know, they kind of work for. For their vacation, you know, yeah. they, they're, they're just kind of always ready for the next trip. And I think a lot of people, just even our own kind of emotional barometer, that we're all kind of always looking towards time with family or we're yeah. looking towards a time of rest. And when tragedy comes in in the midst of those, 
And it's just so very, very hard. And so my prayer for them is that in due time, um, they'll be able to find some redemption in these days. Uh, but ultimately, that they would also um, find the peace that's found in, in Christ uh, during during moments of tragedy. Well, and it really it really points to you know the the scripture where it talks about build your house on the rock versus on the sand. Yeah. Uh, the storm's coming, and and yeah. I you know we we at times I'll. I'll I'll text you or say something, you know, it's always something. Yep. Uh, but that it's always something mindset can be so depressing and overwhelming. Yep. Uh, but if you're built on sand, then yeah, yeah, when that storm comes, you're going to be crushed yep. and not prepared. And that doesn't mean that, that if in Jesus we're not going to deal with struggle no. and, and sadness Storm's and depression. Yep. It's just that, that we have a hope that's so much different than what the world can offer. Yep. And, and so that's our prayer for, for the folks there in Wisconsin or anyone that's dealing with with loss as we as we enter into the holiday season, you know th- this is going to be some good and bad times, some some uh, some fond memories, some some not so fond memories. But hopefully you can make uh, some new ones moving forward. Uh, we'll talk more when we come back. The weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Brett Eldridge, see? Since we Man, that is good. Go, yes, good. Glow, that's snow, the album. Let it snow, let it snow. I, feel, I feel like today, maybe this would be a good time for us to introduce a new segment okay. to the show. Okay. I don't know how how many really, how many segments there will actually be <laughs> in the future, at least for today's show, I'd, I'd like to have a segment. It. Yeah, it's kind of like one of the things I, I always tell you know young church planters or or really just anybody that's involved in kind of organizational leadership. Anytime, and I actually saw this uh, at um, at a local school recently, and uh, and it said the first annual. Something. Yeah, you can't do that. It's like no, nope. Like the only time you can start throwing around the word annual is like maybe like year four or five yeah, or definitely something. Definitely not like first. That. Yeah, it's because not you want to give yourself day. permission to be yeah. like that thing was a complete bomb. Yeah. And so I'm going to give myself permission to know that there very well may I mean, never be another segment like this is a bomb. Is a bomb. So, yeah. But I feel like the segment should be, um, what did you find in the studio? Okay. Uh, and and so like it feels like every time I come into the studio. There's something always that I just kind of look at with yeah. an air of mystery. Okay. And, and we've been doing this entire show here, uh, and and I've just kind of I, taken I note that saying. right here in front of me, yeah. there is a photocopied picture. Yep. It's black and white. Yep. And it is a it is a silhouette of a man. That's me. On a horse. Yep. While the horse is on the beach. Yep. And he appears to be lassoing something. Just something that yeah. is that is out of the out of the shot. It's a great picture. It is it's a great picture. Um I just I just don't really know. No. I mean, dare we dare we even guess? Well, you know, sometimes sometimes the cows get out and they run on the beach and you gotta get them up, you know? But dare we guess why it's in the studio? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure it means something. Uh, it is a great picture. Yeah. The lighting is perfect. The silhouette is perfect. It is a black and white uh, photocopy picture. You are, you are way overselling. Uh, no, I think it's great. Yeah, so, it's, so, so who knows? This morning, my mom texted me because we went to the Fantasy of Trees over the weekend, uh, and we took a picture as, as families do. Was uh, it a silhouetted no, photo? No, the lighting of was great. Of you on a horse? The, no, no, that okay. would have been awesome. Uh, <laughs> the lighting was great. Uh, and my mom texts me and says, uh, I need that picture. 
Okay? That's all she said. Okay. So I assume that's the one she was talking about that was posted on Facebook. Right. Which she could easily have just grabbed. save it from Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. Uh, so I text it to her because what my mom does is she prints it off at home. Oh, yes. And then puts it on the fridge. Yes. On paper. Not even like quality. You know, she doesn't take it to CVS. She prints it on on paper, white paper, and then she puts it on the fridge. And so uh, that's what her fridge is made up of. Well, I don't, I'm not telling you what to get your mom for Christmas <laughs> this year. Uh, and you're probably thinking it would be like a color copy or sure, yeah. something like that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We have gone around this okay. at the Hayes home. So what we have is we got mom and dad one of these digital frames. Yeah, okay, yeah, that just scrolls through the pictures. Yeah, and yeah. so it stays in the same spot right next to the refrigerator. You put it Could on the refrigerator? How do you no, put the pictures No, it literally there? has an email. Like I, It's just oh, a, it has wow. an email address that I can send the picture straight to it. And it automatically starts showing. And it showing. immediately pulls it up. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah, that. so so all of that, hey, I need that picture. Yeah. Well, Mama sent it to you, but you and then well, I tried to print it, but it yeah. just was pixelated. But nope, 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 nope. Huh. I just sent it straight there and it is up. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean there's a deal. You're welcome. This week. You know, as we one thing that we ended up getting over the weekend as well is uh we now have a doorbell at the house that has a camera on it. <laughs> Did you so go with not, the ring? It's not ring. It's called uh, Blink. Yeah, we, we, we have, Blink no, no, it's not Blink One Eighty Two. But we do have a Blink. We, yeah. We so when you push it, what I see on my end is like a grungy uh, <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two. That's not Travis correct. Barker playing the drum. That's not accurate. It, it immediately puts his tattoos on you. <laughs> it's really that's a great idea. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, but no, we got that, and so uh, Grana. Uh, was like, oh, that's great. So now I'll be able to hear when somebody rings it. And I said, well, no, I don't have a chime in the house. And she was like, oh. And so, uh, but it connects to Alexa. So now, it's pretty great. when somebody rings, Alexa plays a, a Christmas chime, obviously. I made it do that. And then it says, someone is at the front door. We get a notification anytime. And I get it on my phone as well. We get a notification anytime someone walks by the door. Mm-hmm. You know, or comes so up. So yours is like motion. I yeah. can set mine to be yeah. motion. Yeah. Or just you have to push the button. So the great thing is every time we're out of town, <clears throat> I ask Dad to check on the house. Yeah. So you, yeah. And so I have multiple videos of Dad just walking around the house. It's <laughs> kind of awesome. looking, checking windows. Yep. Yeah, we also bought a uh, a spotlight that has a camera that hasn't come in yet, but we're going to put that yeah. up so it's going to connect. So we'll probably just see a bunch of Hamlet, running, is, the pig, running around the yard. Is this your effort in avoiding a Home Alone type situation? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Well, I had that conversation Smart. with the kids Smart. this week. I, you know, I don't think they'll ever be left to Home Alone at a, at a young age. But I said, what happens if you do? What do you? What's the plan? And so we went through the plan. We we uh, we graded the neighbors of who would be at the top of the list, who would be at the bottom of the list. And I was like, okay, they're number five. If yep. all the other ones go, they're not home, okay, you can go knock on their door and they'll be number five. So, fun fact before we leave. Home Sweet Home Alone. It's okay, yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. I found it to be enjoyable. Yeah, it's okay. Not as good as the first two. No. But it's okay. It's Just good. like our show. It's worth watching. Not as good as the past. But worth listening. But worth listening. <laughs> That's right. We'll be back next week. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>